And this is Tommaso Champa. You're listening to WNS Podcast. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. We welcome you to episode 501 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsWorks.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsWorks.com. Check us out on Facebook on WrestlingNewsWorks.com. You can find us on Facebook and this podcast on YouTube. And You're tripping, dog. On iTunes by searching WrestlingNewsWorks Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at URH Pro. Tyler Tyler underscore Abear. Abear underscore Mode on Instagram. DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. DRH Pro on Twitch and TikTok. Abear Mode on TikTok as well. Welcome to the show. We got lots to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about Raw. A little bit about NXT 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. I don't know what O it is. It's technically 3.0, but O'Reilly. they're going to say 2.0. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about AEW Dynamite. Look ahead to Rampage and uh, next week's Dynamite and Rampage as well, as well as some hot topics to go along with all the fun. But before we get into all of that, Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Hey. I know I haven't checked TikTok in a while because I know you send me a lot of messages and sometimes I, I don't check it. Like, because there's stuff. sometimes like I'll get away from it for a while and then I'll watch all those videos. When I hopped on last time and saw all those videos and I sent you one, I died laughing about that guy. I sent you it was like, "Hey, baby hands." Yeah. Did you see that one? I think so. Let me go and double check. It's it was about like well, just it's. The one guy, but he, he pretends to be three different people and like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That like, guy does some really good videos. I just lost my shit on that one. Yeah, I know that's funny. I just that was random, but it just popped in my head. Oh shit! When he said TikTok, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. Yeah. Um, another great. Well, before that, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. you elaborate? Oh, uh, well. I woke up and started to clean out my closet a little bit, clean up you know, my part of the bedroom. I took two trash bags full of clothes to Goodwill today. So did my part, cleaned nice. up a little bit, did a, nice. did a good deed for the day. Uh, then I came home and played some video games on Twitch and had a good time doing that. So I'm doing, doing quite well. Nice old nice. Yeah. Um, I think this week was another great week for wrestling and... Yeah. I will when we get into it. I'll also praise WWE a little bit too. By God, what the world is coming! I know, to. right? Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna bash them too. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into Raw because there is a lot we got to talk about this week. But and, uh, I will say this though, since I was like, eh, with Raw, I missed it. So later on, when I found out what happened, I went back and just saw like the high parts of it. Mm-hmm. But I would talk about my feelings when we get to that. Okay. We'll talk about feelings and stuff. Feelings. So, uh, Raw, we're kind of just going to... I thought this episode was better mm-hmm. than it has been in recent weeks. You could tell that they were kind of like, we got to step our game up. Uh, because when the ratings came out from last week, uh, AEW had actually beaten 
WWE. And so this was kind of their way of saying, look, guys, we got to get this together. All right. We got to, you know, rewrite the ship a little bit. And uh, so I feel like they kind of stepped it up a little bit. There's still a couple issues that I have with Raw. You watched all of it, right? Unfortunately. You know, when when it <laughs> happened and they had some stuff going on Monday, and my wife's like, you got to watch Raw tonight. It's like, you know what? I'm not. Yeah. I'll watch NXT just to see what the big deal, because it's the new 2.0. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. And the one time I didn't, that's when the big change <laughs> happened. But... Uh, so I listened to Busted Open mm-hmm. radio, and Bully was talking about. Bully, I don't. He doesn't think that AEW is like direct competition with them they're because not. Uh, they're trying to Ross trying to fight football. Yeah, you know what I mean. I guess yeah. that's their main concern and stuff. So I guess that they were trying to break out something big because of it. Yes, they were trying. They're claiming that it was because of Monday Night Football, but let's be honest, you know, they they knew Monday Night Football was coming regardless, and what they should have been doing is building up before Monday yeah. Night Football so that people would rather say, no, I'm not going to watch football. I'm going to watch Monday Night Raw and see what's going on with these storylines. But you know what's crazy, though? Like, in my head, I'm like... Wrestling's competition for wrestling, but Are like you a zombie, <laughs> I am a zombie in your head. <laughs> no, there was a zombie on NXT. Um, there was. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Um, so like, because now it's. I mean, well, it's not now, but it's been sports entertainment. So football is your competition. Yeah. Um, you know what's coming. movies competition? You know, I don't know. Other things are competition. Then they try to compare themselves to Marvel ones. They're like, yeah. Marvel's our competition. I'm like, get over yourself. Yeah. I, I don't know. They want, like, their wrestling. They can't say wrestling. Their sports entertainment <laughs> to be in the mainstream with, like, with celebrities yeah. and all that stuff. And Great. Fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I don't know where I was going, but I did miss Raw. Yeah. I will say, like I said, they they tried to step it up a little bit. There were some that I didn't... Well, did they try to step it up just by the ending or everything? Kind of by everything. Excuse me. How so? Kind of by everything. Just the act... There was a little more action, you know, a little better action. Not just the same boring blah, I don't care. Um, It was not enough, to be honest, to hold my attention Mm -hmm. for the whole show. There were plenty of times where I was looking at my phone and playing games and, oh, oh, they got uh, Nikki Ash versus Tamina. That's going to be great. You know, like there's a couple matches where it's like, eh, all right. Um, actually, I, to be honest, I think I fell asleep at one point because <laughs> I was pretty tired. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Because I fell asleep and Damian Priest had just beaten Jeff Hardy to retain the U.S. title. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, is, he, is Jeff Hardy chasing for the 24-7 again? Nope. I think they... Maybe that was they, a one-off, like I said. Well, I think that they saw the, the criticism from the, the backlash, fans, The major backlash. <laughs> and they were like, um, let's get this guy a title shot or something. Let's get him in the main, main pick. Well, how about we do it this, uh, this week where he you know fights for a title, but next week he can go back to chasing the 24-7 title. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so uh, Charlotte defeated Shayna Baszler... <clears throat> 
And that's going to lead to Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax next week. Um, Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders defeated Jinder and company and friends. Thank you for being my friend. <laughs> I did see that that you sent me. That was pretty funny. It's my part over here. Um, Damian Priest, like I said, defeated Jeff Hardy to retain the U.S. title. Nikki Ash defeated Tamina, and that was not very good. Rhea Ripley yeah. versus Natalia. That was a pretty decent match. Uh, Rhea Ripley got the win. Then we saw... Um, I think a lot of people were saying that they're comparing this episode of Raw to like a house show. Where like they, <laughs> they seem <clears throat> they seem to be having a little more fun. You know? Okay. okay. Um, like, so, you see, oh, sorry, like you see more, I guess, character as opposed to script. You know? Hmm. Like you know how whenever you go to a, a house show, there's there's not the whole like... They test out things and, too, huh? They test out things too. Yeah, they do. But I mean, we got to see AJ Styles team up with Omos to go uh, and Mason T Bar to go up against Mansoor, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, and the New Day. Um, and this was basically a, you know, good guys. You're trying to keep almost out of the ring then he gets in the ring and he just clears house because he's tall look at the size uh, of this guy My so God. brian alvarez says something i thought was funny but i think it's kind of truthful i think it's truthful um he said before you know it almost is going to be wwe champion yeah just look at great Khali. Yep. great Khali was never a great wrestler i would say great Khali was probably a better wrestler than almost I don't know if you disagree. I mean, he couldn't run as fast as Omos, but he had more moves than Omos. I haven't seen enough of Omos <clears throat> to make that comparison. Mm -hmm. Great Khali was not good. He, he was not good. He was not good. I mean, all. he would throw you around, <laughs> and he was slow, and he would chop you and go, bull. Omos is a little better than that. Uh, I got to see him back-to-back. -back. It's been a long time since I've seen Khali when he first started. I mean, Great Khali was basically like, a person walking on stilts. They can do it, but it looks like they're struggling. Pop quiz. What was the best Great Collie match? I mean, if you're going to point at me, you know I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. That's it. Bingo, bingo, bingo. But it's a trick <laughs> question because there is no Great Great Collie match. Great Great Collie There match. is no best. He didn't have... A solid career. No, he was not good. He was not good. <laughs> but because he's tall and he's big and he killed a guy. And he was pretty cool. He was pretty cool that one time. With those jeans on and the, that button-up cool. shirt. Lean up against that rail. Joe Cool, man. Cool, Kali. All the way. Is that what you're going for? But um, I don't know. Son of a bitch. Before, <laughs> before you know it, he'll probably be main champion. Oh, man. But uh, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it either. Joe Cool. Um... So, yeah, almost as big, and so that's he's going to get a win. Uh, Dewdrop defeated Eva Marie, and I pray that this feud is over. And I can't believe Piper just accepted that her name was Dewdrop. I mean, she was told what what was going to be, ha you know, you're going to be Dewdrop, and you're going to like it because that one promo, not not this raw, but a while back, and she, you know, you know, okay, I'll go by Dewdrop. I like Dewdrop now. I'm like, eh. <laughs> or it could have been, hey, do you want a job? Yeah, you're okay, well, then you're Dewdrop. Oh, you don't like that? There's the door. We'll get someone else to come in and be Dewdrop. Fucking A. This is Vince's show. This is not Dewdrop show. This is not Piper show. This is not Piper's But pit. according to John Cena, it's the superstar's fault. It is. How dare you not get over the crowd <laughs> when you're not in a match? Yeah. 
Um, the main event was Bobby Lashley going up against Randy Orton. And this was a really good match. Well, before that, so did they tease early in the night about Big E cashing in? They did. Okay. So they tried to get a ratings grab by having Big E tweet, hey, just to let you guys know, I'm going to be on Raw and I'm cashing in the money in the bank. Let the people know. Yeah. That's so good. he comes out, you know, at the start of the show, when briefcase in hand, um, Orton and Riddle come out. Maybe not in that order. Maybe reverse order. Then Lashley comes out. They're all cutting promos on one another. And then throughout the night, we see Big E backstage. Um, uh, Riddle's talking to Orton. Big E appears backstage. Lashley's talking. You know, Big E appears. Yeah. So we know that it, they're planning on doing this. Um, so the main event was Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton. And these guys had a really good match. That's they good. Said, I think they said it was like the first time they'd had a singles match with each other for like in like 14 years, which wow. is insane. That is. they had really good chemistry. That's good. Although Orton is a very reliable wrestler. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Lashley is very talented as well. Like, don't don't sell him short. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how I feel about Lashley losing the title. I know how I feel about Big E winning the title, yeah. and it is great, and it is amazing. Well, I think that they were going to drop the title no matter what, but like we didn't get that Lesnar-Lashley mm. for the title because we're going to get Lesnar and Roman, so yeah. you can't do that at the same time, Roman and Lesnar and Lashley and Lesnar. You can still have that match. Survivor Series isn't too far away. But SmackDown you know, versus Raw, Ultimate Superior. I like Lashley, but I haven't been like him for a while. Just and, and this may be a stupid reason why. I know he's very dominant. I like that, but That's a stupid reason. You broke up Hurt Business, and that actually helped everyone in the group. I saw a post that said Cedric and Shelton were like teasing a reunion. Yeah, but. But at this point, like, the damage has been done. It is done. But if you can get them back together and be dominant, like, they didn't break up, mm-hmm. maybe I can forgive that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I was digging her business, man. I really yeah. was. And all of them did their part, and they were really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could do it without, like, I mean, I guess they were trying to make them, like, like an evolution-esque because they were hanging out with women wearing suits and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. I get that. But... I mean, it was definitely sort of a carbon copy of it, but it was working. It the was. The crowd was loving it, uh-huh. and it was like, it was refreshing to see a new faction in WWE. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, that's kind of like uh, Nation of Domination 2.0, or, or like you said, Evolution 2.0. I'm like, who cares? It's good. Yeah. I'm liking if it. If it's good, it's good. I don't care if it's yeah. parts have been taken from other groups. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. And that's something that you and I talked about before we started the show. When WWE is good, it is really good. Mm-hmm. But it has been so bad and so stale for, for so long, so yeah. long for so many years. And you know, it's part the fact that they haven't had that major competition uh, for the last you know twenty years. I mean, that's... WCW has been out of business for twenty years. Yeah, God. And that was the last big competition. Am that I they old? Had. Am I old? Am I old? So they had a monopoly. Over this, yeah. Again, you know, we've talked about this at nauseum. You know, no offense to Ring of Honor, no offense to New Japan, no offense to Impact, but they weren't WWE's they weren't competition. The, yeah, they weren't the competition. AEW, from a from a numbers standpoint, as far as the targeted demographic and what the ratings are today, mm-hmm. AEW is probably the closest 
to being WWE's competition. They're not they're they don't consider themselves to be competition, even though they take a lot of shots at WWE from time to time. But I would I wouldn't if I was him, I wouldn't consider competition either for right. WWE. Yeah. You don't want to go after them. You know Honestly, what I mean? Honestly, if I'm AEW, even though you I'm kinda like, wink, they're wink not, they're not our competition. We like AEW's wrestling right now is like a whole god tier above what Raw is. But Raw, SmackDown, NXT, they're not wrestling. SmackDown. They're sports entertainment. SmackDown is good. Yeah. Well, SmackDown is good. Name what's good on SmackDown. Is it just a few people? It is just a few people, but they're utilizing them the right way. They're utilizing them in a good way. Okay, well, take out Roman Reigns well, and shit. the family, or whatever they're called, <laughs> the bloodline. Who Who's good? Well, you got Brock. Take out that whole storyline, but Brock and, and Balor and Roman. Uh, Anything be, connected to Roman. To be honest, you could probably say Corbin. Yes, actually, I do like that. Yeah. Um, the Rollins and Edge storyline has been pretty good. It uh, has. As I fell off of it after like the whole bloodbath mm-hmm. thing. Broodbath. They don't say blood now. It's broodbath. Okay. <laughs> They had their uh, they had their rematch, and uh, Rollins gave the stomp to Edge, and they had to like cart him out on a stretcher, and Rollins was kind of like, "Oh my God, what have I done?" You know, past the butter kind of thing. But um, oh, honestly, that that part felt a little rehashed since they had just done like two years ago that Eddie. Or not Eddie, the Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins eye for an eye match. That was bad. It was. It was very bad. I'm going to scoop your eyeball out. Yeah. And so it's kind of just like, oh, weird. But aside from that, you know, SmackDown has been pretty good. Would you say, okay, so if you have them both on a weight scale, so SmackDown is superior. SmackDown is highly superior Because, okay... Okay, like, you named some more people that were, you know, had good storylines. Because really, if you think about it, Raw only has last year was all right. Now the Biggie thing is really good, mm-hmm. but it was just only RK Bro that like I really liked. But that's about it. You know what I mean? Even though deep down I love AJ Styles, but they're not doing too much with yeah. AJ Styles. You know? I don't know, man. I just do not know. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, the draft is around the corner. I don't want to be negative about that, but I still don't think that shit will make a difference. It might help a little bit. I think Raw that is definitely lacking something. It just seems so blah right now. But um, yeah, if we're if we're putting it on a tier, it's SmackDown number one clearly. Put it on a pedestal. I am putting that on. I'm putting that on a pedestal. Um, Raw is at the bottom. Raw's yeah. not the the A show. It is not. It is not. And it hasn't been for a while. Yeah, they've they've treated it just so poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since they got rid of like Tom Phillips and brought in whoever they could find. Where is Tom? I don't know. Hmm. Just off doing uh, Tom Phillips stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, just uh, that's very Tom Phillips esque. Yeah, he's uh, you know, being Sarge, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong Tom Phillips that I just looked at. Born May twenty fifth, nineteen thirty seven. He's an English artist and born in London. That is definitely not right. He's a painter, printmaker, and a colleagist. 
about that? Uh, Tom Phillips Wrestling. How about that? Um, doesn't really show anything after he after they ended his tenure back in May. But yeah, once they got once they got rid of him, like I don't know they they've just changed, and it's just not for the better. Ever okay? The, I remember what the turning point was. It was when they moved SmackDown to Fox. Because Fox was giving them a lot of money. So they're like, we need to put all the big stars on SmackDown. We need to make sure Fox is happy. And USA is like, dude, what the hell? Like, we've been we've been your guys for like 20 out of 25 years that you guys have been airing. Mm-hmm. And you're going to treat us this way? Yes. They're Let's like, play a game. Yeah. Who's going to drop WWE first? God. USA or Fox? Oh, Honestly, if I'm USA, I'm pulling that plug. Dude, that will be fucking brutal if they ever did that. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think they would, but if it came down to it, I think USA would we, probably We can't take to me more Legends Nights. You know, that's not going to help yeah. the business. And so I I wonder if they're going to be like, okay, Biggie's our champion, that's going to help, but also we're going to see what the shakeup does. Mm-hmm. And then weeks after that, if they're still doing the same shit, what does USA do? Yeah. Because USA, as low as the ratings have been for Raw, mm-hmm. it's still like their most watched program every week. Which, how, like, how, right? I don't understand. Yeah. but Let me see the paperwork. Let me see the statistics. But, I mean, wrestling fans are devoted yeah. to a crazy <sighs> sense. And honestly, like, we are at such a low point of wrestling viewership you know, because a lot of people have moved on. A lot of people went on to UFC, Monday Night Football. They just don't like the storylines. Their favorite wrestlers retired. So they're like, all right, well, I'm not going to watch anymore. Like, I get it. There's a lot more programming now than there was 10, 15, 20 years ago. There's a hell of a lot more channels than there were 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. I think there's going to be a little less shows. They already condensed, yeah. uh, what's it called? There's not 205 Live anymore. Yeah. Are they still doing Superstars? No, they're still doing 205 Live. Really? Yeah. Because when they unveiled the new uh, set, like the first picture of the set, they had the 205 banners on the ring. Because they've been doing the Cruiserweight Championship on NXT. Yeah. Whatever, man. They're not even ha- They're not even featuring Cruiserweights on 205 Live anymore. Just kind of, they just kind of like opened it up. They're like, whatever. That's the heat or the velocity. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. It's like, hey, we have like... Is Superstars a thing? <laughs> I think so. It might still be. I don't understand this. Yeah. You know, what's, you know what I don't understand? Why the WWE sold their own network to Peacock? Because that's money. pissing me off. Well, I know it's money, but it's pissing me off because I was trying to watch some like old indie wrestling from years past because I was like damn I really want to watch that Dragon Gate show that we went to in New Orleans from 2014 that is like nowhere to be found it never got a DVD release and Dragon Gate is no longer oh around. WWE has that in their library huh huh WWE bought, WWE bought them they out they should you would think they would dude the, that shit's gonna be locked in their library they're not gonna put DVDs on that shit anymore exactly And guess what's not on Peacock right now? That. Any of it. Was that on the network? That's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted to go see if it was. Hey, if anyone's listening, because I think they have the network overseas, Overseas, right? Yeah. If anyone from overseas that still has 
address and all that. Yeah, if you still have the network, let us know if Dragon Gate is on. I doubt it is. They they whenever they were starting to put some evolved stuff on there, it was pick and choose. That's sad. Yeah. Uh. Damn it, dude. Yeah. Cause like, I was like, I'll even pay at this point. I just want to see the shows that we went to. Cause I never got to. They never released the DVDs of the shows that we went to that weekend in New Orleans, 2014. Sad. Like Kaiju Big Battle, Dragon Gate, Evolve. We never got to see any of those. Well, you're not going to see that shit anymore because they have some AEW guys on that shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. What did he call it? Indie shit? Blood and guts shit. Oh. I don't know. That's where blood and guts came from because yeah. Vince said that in a meeting. Yeah. But anyways, it's just, I don't know. I'm pent up <laughs> with frustration. <laughs> but... Uh, going back to what I was talking about, like Bobby Lashley, uh, I felt like they were doing a good enough job with Bobby Lashley. I still think he could have been taken a little more seriously because like whenever, whenever he was challenging for the title and he started to get that pissed off Bobby Lashley look, I was like, that's it. That's the Lashley that I've been waiting for. That's the one that I've been wanting to see. And I felt like we didn't get enough of that. No. Because he became champion and became party Bobby and, you know, party well, boy Bobby. Yeah. I think now, I mean, I don't know what WWE's going to do. They could still hot shot it, but yeah. I wouldn't think that they would on this situation. But I think we're about to have another program with Lashley and Big E. Yeah. So oh, we're yeah. going to see them Extreme for a little roles, bit. You got to probably have the rematch. Yeah. Um, but like they were treating Bobby almost like Broly from uh, Dragon Ball Z, where the more you punched him, the angrier he got, which means yeah. the more powerful he got. Yeah. So like the longer the match goes, the more powerful Bobby Lashley becomes. And I miss that because they don't really do it anymore. No. I was like, God, they were onto something really good. Was that part of the Hurt Business when he was with the Hurt Business? Yeah. Okay. Like that's when when they well no that was after they kicked out Cedric and uh, um, Shelton. And uh, I think once they did that, it was kind of a downfall for for Bobby, you know, because they started taking him seriously. And he was like, yes, give me like I wanted more of that. Basically, it's just so crazy. And if if it's Vince or who's that other guy I don't like that's with him too, Kevin Dunn, Kevin Dunn, like they have like a vision. I don't even understand, man. It's like. You know, like this, but what about this? And it's like, I can't comprehend where they get some shit or why they like this. But they're a different generation than us. They are much older. But, um, you know, moving on to big, bigger and better things, Big E winning yes. the uh, WWE Championship. He I would say this, and, and you may disagree. At first, I like this, but I'm not super fond of Big E's finisher. The big anymore, ending. yeah. I'm not anymore. I just I. It's it seems not a little appealing. simplistic. It's well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's super effective. I get it. Yeah, it could take the wind out of you, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I I don't like it. Like when you see like other people who cash in on certain things. Oh, I knocked him out, but I just did this, and it's like I don't know. To me, Bobby could have kicked out of that one. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't want to bash Big E. I love Big E. Mm-hmm. I'm just not fond of his 
finisher anymore. Yeah, they kind of made Bobby a sympathetic uh, loser in this match mm-hmm. uh, because after the match was over with Orton, Lashley started beating up Riddle, beating up Orton. He tried to put Orton through a table and like tweaked his leg, so he was kind of like limping around as Big E comes to cash in. And so Big E was naturally going after the leg, attacking him here and there. Lashley was already worn out from the battle. Yeah. And so, you know, the big ending, I think. Would that hurt you when you do the big ending? Does that hurt your midsection or your face? What both. is it supposed to hit? It can both? Be both. Yeah. Because if you think of it from a gra- gravity standpoint, yeah, it's not that it's not that flashy. But if you think about the psychology of it, Big E's got you up and he pulls you down. Mm-hmm to slam you that much harder into the end of the mat. And for me, it's kind of like an older school finisher, mm-hmm. but that, that no one had ever done before. Yeah, that's like, true. 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 I mean, if you, if you think of it, Macho Man just hit it, hit an elbow. Yeah. You know, off the top rope. Now you actually do it to someone, you're going to collapse their chest. Yeah. You know, Hulk Hogan's leg drop. Whoopity do. You know, there were some that just did like a power slam. You know, back yeah. in the day, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. big and flashy like it is today. Like we're conditioned. Oh, you know, like uh, like oh, what's his what's his name? Like Dan Lambert. You got to have twenty eight super kicks. Jump from the jump from the ceiling Maybe through we're, four I'm tables. I'm used to that. But like, okay, so if I'm thinking about it, so if he slams you, it's supposed to hurt your midsection, but also your head hits the mat, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's why bre- someone takes like the breath out yeah, of you. Some people you... will hit it mm-hmm. and then they flip over to their back like oh like that and yeah. like maybe I didn't think about it, it would hit your head. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be negative on it because I want to be positive through this whole biggie thing cuz power positivity, man. Yeah, well that too, but you know <laughs> we've watched WWE for so long that I'm not I can't tolerate certain things anymore yeah. cuz Maybe back in the past, I'm like, well, okay, well, about this, this, this. But I'm like, I'm kind of unforgiving now. Unforgiving. Because we kind of get pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. And so I'm, that's why I'm more lenient on AEW because in my eyes, they do a lot of things right. Even the bad things, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, because everything's so refreshing to me. Right. And I am a mark. And I say this every sure week. Are. I am. Uh but I don't. I, I want this to be a good thing for Big E, and maybe I don't know if maybe not the morale, but like maybe morale for us um, can be good. You know, like hey, Big E's going to make me want to watch Raw more. Mm-hmm. But you know, I will get bored with certain other things that Raw does. Yeah. But like, I want. I don't know, man. I, I I'm. <laughs> I want good things to come out of this. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. And the outpouring of support for Big E by fans and wrestlers and former, you know, backstage commentators and all that. You know, there is an outpouring of support for Big E. A lot of people have wanted this for a long time. Yes. You know, since he was teamed up with AJ Lee and Dolph Ziggler. People have been waiting for Big E to break out. Bring that back. Yeah. They've been waiting for him to break out and be like, this guy... Yeah, he's going to be a super uh, a future champion, and now he is. And one thing I hope, and I don't want to jinx this because we just got it, but like, don't jinx I don't want him just to got it. have the title for a little bit and just don't lose it, yeah. and then go to the wayside, like like gender or yeah, 
I see. or I see what you mean, or yeah. Drew McIntyre and what if Lashley gets put to the side after all this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't think Lashley's going to the wayside. I think he is a top guy. a top he's a top tier guy. I don't know. That's what we said about Drew. Yeah, that's true. So we you just don't know what's gonna be done by the higher ups. Yeah. Um but no, it's a feel good moment for Biggie and the wrestling world's talking about it and good for WWE. Good for Biggie, good for the situation. For it's actually good for Raw. This is really good for Raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this weird that I'm praising this part? No. Um, because they did something good. Yeah. It deserves to be. But I about. also think that we do a good job of pointing out the good things as long as yeah. with the bad. You know what I yeah. mean? Or what we like. Right. <laughs> I love how you were trying to justify it. <laughs> we, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for good things from Big E. I hope that they I hope they don't change his character too much. But enough to still be taken seriously. I don't think so, man. I mean, they let the New Day do whatever. Yeah. Basically. And I love the fact that Xavier and Kofi came out to celebrate with him, just like they were there for Kofi's big win. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like, is Xavier going to be champion one day? Because Biggie does, like, they let him, like, be silly and goofy and do all this stuff. But when he gets serious, he gets serious. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. So. I don't know if we're going to have a New Day reunion because they have said that Big E is now officially on the roster for Raw. Watch like, Big, watch Kofi and uh, Xavier go to SmackDown. I mean, that's a possibility. I bet that's, we don't need them together. Just yeah. bring them over there. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. They'll have, you know, a couple of weeks. Hey, we're back together. We're the New Day. Hey, look, I'm what? Chewbacca. I love how they don't have to. This is the first time I've seen this, but... Th- I love how they don't have to like put a split to their group and their friendship yes. just to split them up as, you know, tag team in one competitor, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that. That's am I I don't remember it that That's ever the being best done. Thing yeah. Going. Yeah. I bet the they had day. to fight for that. Cuz oh, yeah. you know Vince like, "Well, just split them up. Split them up and let them fight, fight one another." Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, no. Don't do that. Do not do that, Vince. Mhm. Stop doing that. Stop it. Get some help. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hopefully continued success for, for Big E. Hell yeah. And uh, looking forward to, I'm actually looking forward to see what happens on Raw next week. Uh, just for that. Let's talk about NXT 2.0. So you didn't watch all of it, did you? I did not. I To be honest, I didn't want to be part of the numbers of it, you know? Because yeah. I feel like this is a betrayal, you know? Why? NXT was taken from something terrible turned into something great and you know like triple h took nxt from vince Mm -hmm. said let me take this if you're not going to take this seriously let me take it let me do it vince was like fine go do whatever and it became something Mm -hmm. but because of the wednesday night wars it didn't go in the favor of wwe that shouldn't have been a punishment it should not have been but it was that's just how it is. Um, but Vince took it back. And so it's like, well, you don't have a, tr- you don't have a good track record I didn't with NXT. S- I read that he wasn't there, but... That, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't uh, but even there. But what's his name? Dunn yeah. was there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're going... I feel like we're going back to game show NXT. Oh, 
There was no when, high spots. There yeah. was no like back when is, Michael Cole is like holding uh, up a sign saying "Put me out of my misery." Like it that, wasn't. That's one of the reasons why I did not tune in for NXT. But it wasn't that. Version. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it it's interesting to see where things will be. I know a lot of people are praising the ring or the ring set, you know, the arena. I didn't really like it. I thought it was too bright. Yeah. You know, not to say, oh, it has to be pitch black or anything. Yeah. But the problem I have with, like, wrestling in today's world, AEW is guilty of this as well. You're shining too much of a light on the crowd, which, one, that makes the crowd not able to see what's happening in the ring. You know, how many times have we heard, you know, turn off the lights being chanted at a WWE pay-per-view? Yeah. Because they're being blinded. They can't see what's happening in the ring. Happened at SummerSlam. Yeah. Happened at the Royal Rumble we were at, you know? But, um... <clears throat> got kind of got off track a little bit. No, there. no but, it's fine. That's, but it's the, all good, man. I feel like the lighting is a little bit distracting for some. Maybe not for all, but... For me, I tuned in. I was yeah, like, cause it's it's a little bit different. It's a lot brighter, yeah. and it's kind of just like mm, I don't feel I don't feel the same. Yeah, because we talked about this, and we're split on this. Because yeah. I'm I'm the opposite. I do like it. Yeah, but you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know. Yeah, everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yes, steal, steal I guess so. True, 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 true. Um, I got it a little late. I was like 20 minutes late. Yeah, and I, I saw. I didn't know what the hell was going on at first because all I saw a replay of some guy beating L.A. Knight. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, L.A. Knight has a match, a fatal four-way. Oh, let's say this before we get into NXT. You sent me a video a few days prior. Samoa Joe had to relinquish his yeah. title because the doctors wouldn't clear him. Wouldn't saying clear there, him. there was an injury he sustained. For a specific amount of time, Unsuspe- unspecified. Unspecified. That's what I meant to say. So basically, he's being told, "Oh, you're injured. You can't wrestle. You better give up the title." But there has been no clarification as to what no. the injury is, or if and when he'll ever be able to return. Yeah. So a lot of people are questioning: Is this is, is this Vince McMahon's doing? Because Vince let Samoa Joe go. Triple H brought him back. Now that Vince is in charge of NXT, he's like, "I got rid of you. I don't need you. I don't want you." So we we're gonna we're gonna declare you injured, and you'll never wrestle here again. We don't know. Uh, Dave Meltzer talked about there's some vagueness to this. Yes. So and he has his sources in WWE. So and that's what's sketchy about it. Yep. It's like, what's the injury? Well. It's you know, well. I didn't it. fucking. I want to get rid of this motherfucker. You brought him back. Guess what? We're gonna get rid of him again. Same thing happened to me. Yeah, I was let go from a position. That person left, and those people, the other people, said, "Hey, can you come back?" I'm like, "Sure." But then that person came back in if charge. If that's and- the case, because I listen to Bust Open, like I listen to a few like wrestlers podcasts. Yeah, I just do that weekly. I pick and choose depending on the subject. Yeah. Um. Tommy Dreamer's like, we don't know what's going on. It's like, basically, don't listen to the internet, you know, because it's like, you know, he left and he, you know, they got rid of him, but they offered him a deal and he chose to come back, you know, good on him and all that stuff. But like, we just, mm-hmm. you can't listen. We don't know yet. Yeah. But you know, if something comes out that was Vince is doing, everyone's going to be super mad and super disappointed. All in Joe's fans, at least. For sure. Even, even... I think they'll talk about that and bust it open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Tommy would probably eat his words. Like you know, maybe I was I was wrong, you know, like that. But that's 
that's not good, you know. Yeah. No, it's not. If if that happens, we do not. We're speculating. We do not know. But uh, he had to relinquish the title. <sighs> I know. He's a stand-up guy. He really is. He, you know, he tried to. He put his, uh, I guess his pride aside. Mm-hmm. Relinquished the title. And the numbers don't lie. Yeah. So okay. Disaster. So go back into NXT. Uh, so I just saw this dude just beat LA Knight. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, well, we Ron found out Breaker. Yeah, we found out who that was, uh, which is actually Rick Steiner's son, Rex Steiner. Can't but say they that, can't though. say Steiner. But apparently, Vic Joseph is it Vic Joseph, or who's the guy that's on commentary? Yeah, I'm Vic Joseph said that um, Dogface Gremlin, whatever. Yeah. But gave a little hint. He has a good look to him. Um, yeah. But <laughs> later on, there was a promo. He's cut. Oh my effing gosh! You talk just like your dad and your uncle, like this. Let me tell you something. You're like the old, like I'm just gonna shout. Like you're just like them, man. Like, and he even said brother. I'm like, oh my gonna, god! You're gonna get some math lessons. Later like, on. oh my gosh. So apparently, what happened is, I guess they they had an interaction back. Uh, Braun Breaker. I do not like that name. Oh, we just got rid of a guy named Braun. I want a Braun in the company. Mm-hmm. Um. So he was talking to L.A. Knight, and L.A. Knight was being cocky. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll give you a chance. I'll meet you in the ring right now. Yeah. And, and to me, I'm like, yes, L.A. Knight had that angle with uh, what's his name for the million-dollar title, mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. But that, would, that didn't last that long, and I, I yeah. felt like L.A. Knight hasn't been in NXT that long. And I guess... I mean, I, I get it. We're going to get the younger guys, but you're just going to job him out. I don't know how old LA Knight is. I would, I don't know. I, I don't think he's super young. So, um, Braun Breaker beat him. And, 38. Uh, 38. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean Ricker. Gotcha. Um, so, he won. That was good on him. And then uh, there was another match. I'm trying to think about certain things that happened throughout the night. They were, they really were uh, pushing the younger guys mm-hmm. for sure. There was a tag team that came out, and Big I can't beefy men. Yeah, well, I can't think of the name of this tag team because they were Imperium. brand new. No, no, I know Imperium, but they were fighting someone that was brand new. Uh, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. I think Brooks Jensen is the son of Bull Buchanan. Hmm. Uh, I did not know this. This was reported, but they—I don't know if it was Jordan, uh, Jordan Jensen, wrong Jordan Jensen. Jensen, wrong ah. Jensen. Um, they were like, "Well, he's just twenty years old." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah they're pushing. Yeah, they're pushing that." Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost because, dude, I was gonna flip my shit if they won over Imperium. Yeah, but they did not. So that was good. But they did have a talking segment before the match to try to get themselves over. Um, I'm trying to remember everything that's going on. You have to remember everything. If not, I've got it written down. Okay. You have to remember everything. Mandy Rose has different hair now. And she's you skipped, a, you skipped a little bit. B Fab well, and uh, Katarina Cortez had a match. Dude, I will say this because I've heard of Hit Row, but I've never like seen him wrestle. I know who Swerve is, and I've seen Swerve yeah. wrestle, but like, uh, I'm digging Hit Row's music, man. Really? Yeah. Um, I like. B-Fab, like how she talks, but she was all right in the ring. Yeah. She wasn't like super great. This was her first match. And then I'm behind on NXT, even with the regular, um, the the last NXT. Uh, like 1. I didn't 0. know. 1.5. Yeah. What was the other group that came out? 
uh, Del Fantas, whatever. Legato Del Fantasma. Yeah, his group. And then there was another girl with them. I'm like, oh, is that new? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know the name of it. Car- uh, Carmen Lopez. I don't Carmen know. Carmen San Diego. Electra. I don't know. So we're going to have a feud between those two groups. And Where then. in the world is Carmen uh, And since you have everything written, what was next? After that was uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter going up against uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane. This match ended a disqualification, which set up, guess what? Tag match play is Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane versus Saray. Did I say that right? I don't know. Uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. The bad girls won. So, yeah, Mandy Rose is more, um, what's the word? More violent. And she's darker, yeah, along with her hair. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I thought it was a decent match, but I don't know what else to say about it. To, Punch to the be honest, highlights out of her hair. Yeah. After that was Ridge Holland versus Drake Maverick. Yeah, I don't understand that. You know, Drake Maverick's getting the shaft. Um, he gets mm. beat here, and then he's doing a twenty-four-seven mm. stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Like what their what the plans are for Drake Maverick? I mean, he fought for his job yeah. when he got released, and he got a contract. But Triple H offered him that contract. Now sure what did. is and what now is, Vince is back in charge? Yeah, so that sucks. And like, I don't know what they're gonna do with Ridge Holland. <laughs> I don't know. I know he's like the the sidekick for uh, Pete Dunne, but yeah. whatever. After that, we got to see the Creed brothers going up against Dan Jarman and Trevor Skelly. Um, those guys are dominant. They're part of Diamond Mine, but the Creed Brothers, there's one dude who's just like, he's shorter and he's bigger. Mm-hmm. The other guy has muscle and he's taller, but he's more like lankier. Um, not like super lanky, but he doesn't have as big as muscles and stuff as the shorter brother. So certain things that he does, I'm like, eh. And I, I don't know. They can wrestle, but certain things are kind of unrefined and they're going to work on it. I know they're going to push those guys to the moon. Yeah. And then also diamond mine, just add another member, uh, Ivy something. I don't know. So now they add poison Ivy. (laughs) No, they add, um, someone from the gladiator games to their group. Oh, from the rock show. Huh? From the rocks, the, the rock NBC show. No. Oh, that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the rock show. I'm like what rock and roll? No, this is yeah. the rock show. My name is Dwayne. So I don't. We'll see how that goes. All right. And then uh, Kushida came out, and Rogers like, yeah, let's have this match, you know, tonight. But then uh, uh, whatever his no. name is now, the manager uh, in that William group, Regal. huh? No, no, no. The manager of Diamond Mind. Oh. Whatever. Um, he was like, we're gonna have to wait till next week. So whatever. Next week we got to promote it. We're gonna we're gonna have a week to promote. Never just surprise a match on me. Hmm. Uh, after that, we got to see the fatal four way, or was that or was that the end? No, uh, we got to see the wedding. After so that. there was a promo before. Uh, so the guy who won the prospect tournament, uh, Carmelo. Yeah, is it Carmelo Hayes? Anthony. <laughs> Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony. So, yeah. yeah. No, is it Carmelo? No, that's the basketball player. <laughs> so, ah, and then he had sports. another guy. Cause, okay, I haven't been watching NXT for a little bit. So, yeah, I haven't he either. was like, oh, I got this guy to come out. Hey, and his guy. name is Trick Williams. 
like everyone knew who he was. So I was like, he must have been on this past NXT mm. recently, and I, don't, I have no clue who this guy is. Um, Let me get a load of this guy. Yeah, so I like how uh, Carmelo talks, he the confidence and stuff, but they were saying some like certain things that were kind of confusing, but I think um, they are going to be – oh, he's dubbed the uh, golden child of NXT now. Mm. This came out of nowhere, but um, since he now he has a contract with NXT, and I guess he's going to have a shot at the title at one point. I don't know, nice. but um, hopefully he you know will do good. He's one that you know up and coming young young guys. And I kept on laughing because all I can think when that guy's name is Trick Williams is the curse word Trick. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh. That's a curse word. Yeah. Huh. Isn't like a a trick a it's like a sexual favor, isn't it? No. Pulling tricks? I didn't think so. I thought tricks were for kids. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, and then they had Turning another tricks, guy. Uh, another guy. I don't know. A New Yorker sounding dude. Hey. Uh, who. This guy. Did amateur wrestling. He was good at that. And then, you know, it's like his family said like, oh, there's no money to be made in amateur wrestling, but there's money to be made in NXT. Mm. So I don't know when that guy's going to debut. More uh, new people. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And then what else? We had um, Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland beat up Kyle O'Reilly in That's the middle nice. of a match, by the way, in the middle of a match. Um, so they took him out and then I didn't know where the hell they were going with this. And I was like, Oh my God, because William Ringle's like the guy who's been with Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know his name. He's like, he goes, you're in the, you're in the match tonight. In the four way. I was like, if they give him the title, cause this is apparently was Wagner. His, yeah. If they, this was like his first match, I think. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, if they fucking give it to him, cause he's a young guy. I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know his age, but, um, I was like, that's going to be fucking bullshit. Nothing against him, but like... Sounds like you're having a lot against him. Yeah, just because you have like guys in in that match that... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want him to... I didn't want him to have the title. Yeah. His so, uh, real name is Cal Bloom. Okay. He was oh. born in... God, fucking old. Uh-oh. He was born in 1994. You old, man. Um, I am old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I guess we're going to the, the Fatal 4-Way. Is that what's... Yeah, that was next. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne, Von Wagner, and LA Knight. I thought it was a decent match. Yeah. It was good action for, all, um, for everyone. But, <sighs> good job by all parties involved. Oh, yeah. It was it was really good. And, and, and uh, what's his name? Ciampa. Ciampa won. He got he Goldie back, man. He got Goldie back. It's been so long since he's held gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we found out at the end of the program that Braun Breaker. <laughs> sound like a country. Braun Breaker. Uh, yuck. Uh, so he was talking to um, Champ at the end. He's like, hey, Champ. But like, they just looked at each other. He wants the title. Nice Russia. belt. So I think they're going to fight eventually. <clears throat> Um, would look great around my waist instead. So I think that's where they're going next. Yep. Uh, so I haven't been keeping up with the whole, uh, the way and what's his name? The way. Austin Theory? No, 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 no. That, 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 uh, Dexter Loomis? Dexter Loomis. So they kind of caught you up if you haven't, if you watch like the, 
highlights. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, they did I uh, before the wedding. Because they were like, you know, how he was weird and stuff. And then and, uh, Johnny Gargano kind of came around and started liking um, Dexter Loomis. So I'm going to be honest. Did Dexter I, Loomis tell him that, sorry, I'm engaged and you're married and your wife is pregnant? <laughs> nope. Oh. But actually, really I like how everything played out, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that chaotic of a wedding, but they've, they it did a lot of... ended fine. And it was there was a lot of funny things that they did. Yeah. It was um, a little wacky. It was wacky, but I I enjoyed it. And Dexter Loomis talked. He did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did like the part where... Uh, Man talks. Uh, India was like... Remember that time when you came up to my room? When, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like the dynamic that Johnny and Candace are the mom or the parents. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I give uh, this woman away, John Gargano. John Gargano. Johnny, takeover. Um, all that. This is what it is like. Aquanades. What was it when um, Dexter Loomis like bear hugged the? Uh, What's it called? The, the guy who was doing the wedding. The, um, oh, the officiant. Uh, yeah, and then they looked at they looked at Regal, like Regal, what you do we do in here? And then there was a zombie behind Regal. Like there's a guy like yeah, looked like a you zombie. Can't really explain that. Yeah, like if anyone can explain that, let me know. But all in all, I thought. I mean, I don't know if you liked this much, but I thought it was decent because I, I just I being it was called a- up. I thought it was a different way to do a wedding in WWE because they've done so many of these and the ring is always empty and there's always something that goes wrong. I love the fact that uh, that um, Dexter Loomis had the hatchet or yeah. axe in if his If anyone pocket. has anything like, to say. Put your hands down now. Yeah. And they all slowly lower their hands. And yeah. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was okay. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this because it's yeah. like. Um, now what? You know, they might actually have significant others and all that. Like, you know, Lana obviously married to Miro. Bobby Lashley, I think he has a wife as well. So they had a whole storyline where they're like making out with each other. So Dexter Loomis has a wife? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. He could or he could have a girlfriend. Um, But, you know, obviously they're not not married in real life. So do you think Candice and uh, Johnny Gargano are going to stay in NXT? Yeah. If not, Johnny's getting released. Really, he's too small. He's not. He's not a Vince McMahon guy. He's not big, beefy, six foot seven, three hundred twenty pound muscle mass. Meathead. I mean, they're keeping Rey Mysterio around, and Dominic Rey Mysterio is a legend, and they need him for the Mexico market. Let's be honest, Dominic, Dominic, son of a WWE legend. You know, I mean, it. it it's a business thing. It has nothing to do with talent, because if they wanted someone with talent, they would have gone out and gotten them. But yeah, so all in all, I will say then they would have named him Sinkara. Sinkara, I don't know how that went. Oh God, I will say that they are pushing the young guys definitely Finally. in NXT. There was there was for n- once. <laughs> yeah, they they are not doing anything with spots. And stuff like that, high flying stuff. I've seen this episode. There was no high flying spots at yeah. all. Uh, that is gone. <laughs> gone are the days when. But that makes me want to like. I wonder what MSK is going to do. They're the tag champs. They do right. high spots and stuff. <laughs> um, 
we'll find out. Yeah. We got a lot more to talk about. We I haven't think, even gotten into AEW. Well, uh, yeah, let's do that. All right. So the wedding took place and all was right with the world. So um, so let's talk about uh, AEW. I think from start to finish, this is a really good episode. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was like the best episode of Dynamite, but it was it was definitely a good one. Yes. Really enjoyable. Got to see the in-ring debut of Adam Cole, baby. This was a great match. It really was. And I'm, I'm both... glad that Kazarian got a little bit of shine oh, yeah. for it. I also enjoyed, because I, I want to see, Punk was on commentary. I want to see what he says about everyone. You know what I mean? And it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Punk was on commentary. He did a great job, as usual. You know, he said it back in 2011, you know. No one can beat me on the, on the microphone, even at commentary. So, um... You know, this was a this was a good match, a good showcase for Adam Cole. Uh, Frankie did get a couple hope spots in there, but uh, you know, it was not to be. It was Adam Cole's night, and um, and yeah, so Adam Cole got the win. He challenged. Um, was it next week? He goes, I hate three people. That's Luchasaurus. Uh, that would be for this week on Rampage. Uh, I thought but, it says Grand Slam. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I was um, I was looking at the wrong one. Uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. And I challenge y'all with because I thought he was going to do like a handicap match at first. Uh, yeah, but he's I like, challenge you us, all at once. Me and Young Bucks. So at Grand Slam. So that should be a good match. It should. I'm looking forward. Man, one thing that I love about AEW that what they're doing right now is they are booking. That you know exactly what show you're going to get before. Oh hell with yeah! All the terrible rewrites that Raw has had in the past. They weeks, don't do months, that years. as much. Yeah, you never get that. You don't. You're like, oh, I thought we were going to have this as the main event, and sometimes they don't even tell you what the main event's going to be. No. So then it's like, okay, for storyline purposes, you didn't have a main event when you started the show. You know, you had you had the the authoritative people going, well, that sounds like a great idea. Let's make that our main event. It's like, so you didn't have a main event? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So I like the fact that we know pretty much. Every match that's going to be taking place for next week's Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah, hell so yeah. So we know what's happening this week's Rampage, next week's Rampage, and next week's Dynamite. Hell yeah. Hell and the spoilers yeah. are already out for this week's Rampage, if you want to find them. We won't say who won. But I will not out. tell you anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they at least they at least book in advance, so got to give them credit for that. Yeah. Uh, we got an, uh, an insane promo from MJF. So he's oh my con- God! He's yeah. continuing this uh, feud with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I kind of, I kind of stopped and was like, "Wow!" And I think a lot of fans were at the the level that MJF was willing to stoop. You know, he's like, "Oh, I'm a real, I'm a religious man. I'd like to talk to Brian Pillman right now." And he looks up and, "Oh, Mr. Pillman, wait, who am I kidding?" Stomps on the ground. Hey, buddy, we gotta talk. Oh, the yeah. crowd went just. Oh my gosh, dude! That. And I feel like he needed this. Like he knocked this out of the park, just like last week. Yeah. Well, like he lost to Jericho. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he feel like I feel like he needed to get some heat because oh, he didn't the, just lose to Jericho. He tapped out. He tapped out, That's and I'm like, man. oh man, I get why they did that, but I felt like Jericho needed uh, Jericho. I feel like MJF needed the heat. The first like few words out of his mouth last week, he got heat. So mm-hmm. I mean, like he's on a roll. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that and. You know, and you and I were, were talking a little bit back and forth uh, during Dynamite about how the cycle 
you know, we we had talked for a long time about man, I just, I want this guy to get a little bit of shine, and I want yes. this guy to get a little bit of shine. And now that the all out pay per view has concluded, we're getting that. We're getting yes. we're getting people. I gotta remind out. myself that Tony Khan does this because sometimes I'm like this person this person's not getting this, yeah. and you gotta give it time. They're uh, they're they're There's they're three. so stacked. Yes, um, as far as talent that. You know they have to cycle them. They they did three different cycles. Yeah, one start last week, but two started this week. That's the Brian Pillman and MJF stuff. Yeah. Then we have you got FTR back in the mix. FTR. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would. I, I wasn't considered that one of them in my head, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the um, the men of the year with Jericho yeah. and Hager. Mm-hmm. Like, because for the longest time, like, what are they going to do with Paige and Sky? Yeah. yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. And I was actually thinking some last night about, man, I still want, in my mind, I still want Hangman Adam Page to be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega. So you're going to have to have a Brian Danielson match, which we're going we're gonna to get. It's going to be a non-title match. I feel like we have to have a title match. And with the, the way that cycles are going it seems like they're building to each pay-per-view yeah and once the pay-per-view is ended all right new cycle begins i think in my honest opinion they're going to keep adam page off of television until the next pay-per-view okay which is i think november they will probably keep him off whoever is facing kenny omega for the title at that pay-per-view was it full gear yes. we'll lose Adam Page will return, and that will set up the oh, main I hope match. So. You know, he gets that match. He reunites Dark Order. It's a feel good moment. It could be if things go that way. Yeah. If they decide to go the Bray Wyatt, you know, Rotunda comes in route, you know, go that way. Okay, that's fine. You know. Yeah. However, however they're going to do it, I'm sure I have faith, honestly, in in Tony Khan and, and oh yeah, his booking styles. Yeah. So. But I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to have these main people feuding until full gear. And then once full gear happens, all right, let's reset the table. Let's bring some of those new people back in. Let's get these people out. Let's get these guys a break. You know, have these people go down to dark. Let's bring some of these people up. You know, like Layla Hirsch and uh, and Jade Cargill this week. You know, their match stemmed from a feud they've been having on dark. So you know, they're intertwining the stories in a way that that works yeah you know i will say that i don't really like the new um dark location at universal studios it just seems so small like for me it actually looks smaller than what i remember because i've been in the impact zone yeah that's the impact zone Mm. is this the the all elite zone now maybe um yeah it does look small and that's smaller yeah Yeah. like i would have you know wishful hoping and all that i want to see them in front of a big crowd you know like yeah you can look at the card and know nine times out of ten who's gonna win yeah but that doesn't take away the fact that you know they're get you're getting these talent in front of crowds you're getting them recognition and all that yeah when you have a smaller crowd like that it kind of hurts and that's nxt is the same way they're not in front of large crowds yeah you know i saw one section that only had four chairs in it you know i mean it was like three or four rows yeah. but it was only four chairs and i'm like that's not a whole lot of people yeah. so you know you want to get these people 
you want to get these wrestlers accustomed to larger crowds and yeah know. for sure for sure but i don't know that's just me complaining a little bit a little bit but um ftr defeated dante martin and matt seidel dude like i said earlier i was just watching a match but i also was trying to listen to what punk said because i want to hear his fresh new take on everyone mm-hmm. so that was actually something i looked forward to the whole or most of the, the show yeah um i mean he likes and he's putting over the talent as well he is man he is and it's so cool to hear um and, and when he made his entrance at the beginning of dynamite i could not help but remind myself like look how, how much fun he's having yes he's smiling he did this the crowd dive again like yeah. i don't i don't think it's gonna be a staple i don't yeah, think he's he gonna do it every keep week doing that. he shouldn't keep doing that no it takes one fan to you know well, yeah. but you know it you can tell that he loves it and like i went back last night and and went through youtube and rewatched segments from that Brody lee tribute and i'm like god like i was tearing up Mm-hmm. I'm like he's been gone for you know almost you recorded it right it's still in the, the oh, you said YouTube it was no, on I went YouTube. on YouTube oh, okay. so I was watching like segments and stuff that they were doing and I'm like God the way that they executed it was so good it was so good and it's like I get it I totally understand why CM Punk and Brian Danielson had such an impact on that yep you know like it was impactful like even today like. He Brody Lee passed away in December of last year. We're here in September, and it's like, it's nine months later, and I just got I got a tear in my eye. Wow! Like how passionate and emotional it was. Um. So, but to see CM Punk having the fun that he is having. Oh, you know, like go back and it. It makes me smile. Yeah, and that's then that's the thing you like to see someone enjoying what they're doing and that's what they're all doing they're going out and performing in front of the crowd in front of the world and they're having fun they're not they're not overly scripted you know 50 50 booking overly produced yeah and it's like god like just let let the wwe guys go let them not like release them but let them be them yes you know you brought them in because of who they were and so you, you even it. hear that, like, back in the past, the Attitude Era people, it wasn't as bad back then. They didn't have as many writers and yeah. all that stuff. And yeah. And it's, it's crazy. But anyways, um, we got a lot to get through and not a lot of time to do it because mm-hmm. um, I do have to leave here shortly. Uh, Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes made his return, and uh, they feuded. They fought up the uh, the up through the crowd. So are they fighting at uh next week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rosario um, Dawson was there. Yeah, I love that. That was pretty cool with the She's one of my celebrity crushes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um so what was great about this segment is that, you know, my wife was on her phone throughout most of Dynamite, but once this started happening, once the feud was going on, she was all in it. She was like, "Look at that. She just took that part. He just took that guy's beer." threw it in his face I did like oh my god freak I can't out they did that. i said it wrong but when they threw malachi black into the audience right mm-hmm. there i'm like oh because i think oh, they landed on some people oh yeah oh yeah i don't i didn't like that i mean i don't like those barricades and i'll <laughs> say this real quick because i was at a local wrestling show someone got thrown into barricades like that and it hit my knee and mm-hmm. it hurt so i understand yeah you gotta let that go man no <laughs> no 
That's pain. You shouldn't have been so close. Damn it. Get second row next time. Maybe you'll learn. Yeah, I can watch someone get hit. Right. There Not me. Go. Not me. Like, oh, better him than me. <laughs> True. But yeah, so like this this feud is going to continue. Dan Lambert cut a promo. That was some good shit, dude. He he's actually a great talker. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm glad you said that because that does make me think. Um, so when they first started saying shit on AEW, it was kind of like we did it once. It worked with the crowd. And after that, if they would do it, they'd bleep it. <laughs> they went like eight, nine, ten times saying it this week. And it by the end of it, it was like it was kind of like that clip that I sent you where it's like, wow, they're saying this a lot. They kind of need what to come was up the thing that, he, that Jericho said? Fat face. Oh, yeah. Fat face dipshit. Yeah, that cracked me up. And he started singing that. And, and, and Punk was like, is that a Fozzie song? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of like. I'm guessing TNT gave them the go ahead. Yeah. yeah, you can say it. I, I guess they're gonna be on lenient. They're gonna be lenient on them because they're, they're making TNT money. They're doing really well. Yeah, on they're TNT. bringing in the ratings. Yeah, that's what TNT is like. Hell yeah! So um, TNT is like hell yeah, and USA and Fox are like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> God, <laughs> the hell he couldn't bring in CM Punk. <sighs> Apparently, they made an offer to CM Punk. And I read about that. They even helped to pay for him. Uh, so, Jericho and Hager challenged top team and men of the hour to a match. I like that. Yeah. This this is fresh, new. I'm like, good for Paige, good for Sky. See, this and, is what they need. And it makes sense because Hager is an MMA fighter plus he's yes, a wrestler. that connection. Yeah. So, like, it turns into a, it turns into a connection. It's like, it's simple storytelling. Yes. It's so easy and it works. Um, after that, we got the gun club promo yes. explaining their reasons and it all made sense. Yes. They're like simple. They're like, Hey, how am I? And, and this son as a tag team. Oh, we're undefeated. How, is, how am I? And my other son as a tag team. Oh, we're undefeated. How are they? How are my two sons as a tag team? Oh, they're undefeated. How are we as a trios? Guess what? We're all undefeated, which is awesome. And this is also, well, we got to see what they're going to do, but yeah. this is also part of the new cycle. Yes. Yeah. Bring them in. Because uh, for the longest time, I'm like, I haven't been watching them on dark. I'm like, what about the gun club? What about Billy Gunn's kids? Mm -hmm. What about them? Yeah. Now we're about so to now, see. So now it's giving them a reason mm -hmm. to turn heel and say, oh, we've yeah. had enough. And it puts them in a spotlight. Well, now, they unless they're going to get their ass beat by Paul White. Well, I yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Paul White might find some friends or something to go up against them, if anything. Um, I mean, I'm jumping the gun, but what about the whole <laughs> gun ah, boom, boom, boom. Um, punk explained the menorah, uh, the Suzuki situation. I'm they glad that they addressed that. that. Yes, because there was a lot of backlash from that. And they were all like, hey, look, man, <laughs> you know, we were running short well, on time. Well, that's and also good. They also turned it into a storyline and like what's going to happen next week. It, it was also a good thing. I yeah. did enjoy that. Like, yeah. What's going to happen? You and know, then they corrected it. Yes. Because Suzuki came out this week, and they let him do his entrance. And the crowd chanted along with it. And mm -hmm. it was, you know, it's like, okay, they gave him a I'm not good. You know, familiar with his theme, but did you, see, did you see that thing I sent you about his theme? Yeah. It's like a Pokemon theme song. Esque. Yeah. Not like completely, you know. That's what it reminded me yeah, of. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. Um, after that, we got to see Jade Cargill defeat Layla Hirsch. I thought this was a fine match, and... My God, wife size difference. Yeah, my wife watches like she's not even taller than the rope, the top <laughs> rope. I'm like, yeah, she's got a lot of fight. 
Yeah, Layla she does. Hirsch has got some fight. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and, I mean, Jade Cargill, you get her a little more knowledge, and she's going to be a huge star in AEW. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they're they're building her like that. And then mm-hmm. I like how Punk was talking about Smart Mark needs to get out of the way. I'm like, <laughs> I, that's not the best name ever. Yeah. Smart Mark Sterling. I like it. Well, I guess you could be Intelligent Mark, but that wouldn't. That wouldn't be a nice little... Mark-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we got to see Team Taz beat up CM Punk, which is going to feud into their match. Dude, that table on. did not break. It did not. I'm like, oh my gosh. That was a legit table. Yeah, I'm like, at the same time, I was like, God damn it, they took Punk off a of commentary. I wanted him to be <laughs> the, really, through the whole night. I was really enjoying it. I really was. And I, I get it for the storyline purposes, but I was like, shit, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. After I that, uh, Darby Allen went up against Sean Spears. Pretty good match. Um, Darby Allen got the win, but FTR came out and attacked Sting. They're rubbing the face paint off of off of Darby the, and Sting. Yeah. So I actually that. like how this is going. I like how the setup. What we're gonna have is FTR versus Sting and Darby. I'm like, dude, they're just doing good stuff all around. Yeah. It's really simple storytelling. And yeah. It works. Hell yeah. Um. Brian Danielson came out, challenged Kenny Omega. Oh, dude, I like how he's just shutting down Don Callis. Yeah. Shut up, you piece of shit. Uh, but Kenny Omega finally accepted the challenge. It's going to be he a non-title him. match. Huh? He baited him. He did. He's like, I don't, I don't want the title right now. I just yeah. want. I just want to fight you. I just yes. want to wrestle. The best pound for pound wrestler. And I love. <laughs> I listened a little bit to uh, Alvarez and um, Meltzer. Meltzer. And uh, they were like, there's no way that Danielson loses his first match. And But they were like, but if it were up to him, he'd lose like 95% of his <laughs> matches. Like if he were in charge, he'd be like, no, I'm going to put you over. I'm gonna Are they going to do like the whole thing where like Danielson wins, but then they're going to do like for the title and he loses like the Christian Cage maybe kind of-esque it thing. You know be. what I mean? Yeah. It's possible. Dude, we're going to get a fucking great match They're, those two guys dude i'm telling you are gonna go fucking all out no pun intended it's, it's not too late to get some tickets I, we can book a flight let's go man no let's go let's go do it i can't i cannot <laughs> after that uh we got a video package from miro who accepted fuego del sol's challenge fuego's putting his car on the line oh yeah because he yeah he said at the beginning of dynamite he wants to do that and mm-hmm. fuego looking all good with a suit uh, Fuego's on fire. Uh, after that, the main event, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston going up against 2.0. When I saw that, I was like, 2.0, I was like, oh, they're back. They're going to, because they weren't on last week, I think. Yeah. But I was like, this is a continuation from the Houston show that we were at. Yes. Yeah, so this is good storytelling. It's good we're, shit. With 2.0, 2, uh-huh. 2.0 is like nothing like flashy or anything like that, but they've been in high profile matches because of storyline li- story mm. purposes. And they've. Even though they get their ass beat, they're doing good. You know, they're they're chicken shit hills. They're gonna get you too. But it was a it was a great thing, and it also set up after they after they got beat easily. Except the uh, Suzuki and uh, Archer, because mm-hmm. there was a, a video of Archer because he teamed with Suzuki. Yeah. So we didn't get to see what ass. happened when went off air, but I guess it was good that they got the song in, mm-hmm. and at least they got that in. And even though they're fighting in the crowd. That got cut off. Absolute chaos, I tell you. Fun episode all around, man. It was. It was really good. It wasn't like the best episode, but it was a really good episode. Yes. Really fun. Um, so here's what we have to look forward to on Rampage this coming week. Lucha Brothers will take on Butcher and the Blade for the Tag Team Championship. How about this? They're putting title matches on Rampage. Gotta like that. You know? Oh, hell yeah. 
It's giving people a reason to tune in. Uh, Anna J will take on the Bunny, and Miro will face Fuego del Sol for the TNT. Well, no, I'm sorry, not the TNT Championship. It will be for uh, the Fuego's car. The car. The car. He just bought that car. The, the what? The car. Um, but man, like I said, they've they've started booking in advance. This this show, the Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, is going to be top to bottom stacked. God. Not only is it going to be a stacked show, but Dynamite's going to be two hours. Rampage is going to be two hours. So these basically these guys are basically getting how much you want to bet a pay per view. If TNT likes that, they're like, hey, can we do that every so often? Have two hour rampages? Oh, I'm sure that they would. That's going to be enticing. For that. That's going to be enticing. Yeah. Um. So here's what we have to look forward to next week for AEW: FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen. Good. Britt Baker. Versus Ruby Soho, AEW Women's Championship. Good. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Good. That should be okay. I, think I mean, it's okay, okay, but, you know, it's still good. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Good. Everything's going to be good. There will be a CM Punk interview talking about his upcoming match with Powerhouse Hobbs, which will be his first match on television, non-pay-per-view, in seven years. It'll be on Rampage? It will be on Rampage. Okay. Um. And then Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson in a non-title match should absolutely tear the tear house down. Tear the fucking house down, dog. Then on Rampage, we've got uh, Men of the Year. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes. And the main event will be Adam Cole and the Young Bucks taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Dude, or maybe those, they'll switch a few things. All around. those Parts matches sound great. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, a couple hot topics for you guys. Bray Wyatt still listed as Bray Wyatt on his Twitter because it's a, apparently well, a hassle to... Uh, when Brian Danielson first got hired at AEW, it was still Daniel Bryan yeah. on his Twitter. Yeah. WWE Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure once he signs with whoever he signs with, they will help him change his uh, Twitter handle yep. and get it verified and all that. Uh, but he has posted a tweet saying, I will see you all very soon. He could be appearing as early as September 29th, which for those keeping a track on the calendar is a Wednesday. <laughs> so we'll just see what happens then. Uh, in Impact News, Rhino has signed a new deal with them. So congratulations on nice, that. Nice, nice. Uh, final bit of hot topic news that I have the second half of Dark Side of the Ring beginning tonight on Vice. So check your local listings. Check it out. It's a great series. It's sometimes a very sad series. Yeah. But uh, it's worth checking out. If you have Hulu, I think it's on Hulu. And uh, other than that, go enjoy it. You got anything? Uh, they announced that fan fest they had for All Out, that uh, general manager, which I haven't been keeping up with. They're going to add a lot of new features. Nice. And also, they're going to add like 10 more people, and that's still not the whole roster. <laughs> but they, uh, Aubrey said that they bumped Fuego Del Sol, and they're going to get CM Punk in. Oh, poor goes, Fuego. She goes, sorry, Fuego, but you understand. It's CM Punk. <laughs> Small price to pay, I suppose. Yep. Maybe they can bring him back later on. Mm-hmm. 
So, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. But if you have any questions, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Domestic Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes if you so desire by checking Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're making time. Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Mute music. Mute. Music. Mute. Just I can't talk. Music make you lose control. Let's go. Uh, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, doing this podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro. Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear, A Bear underscore mode on Instagram, DRH underscore pro on Instagram. Uh, my voice is cracking. <laughs> and then uh, we're also on TikTok, DRH Pro, A Bear mode. And then I'm on Twitch. We're on Podbean. We're on, we're on all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm also on Twitch, which you can follow me, DRH Pro, for a variety of video game streams and fun stuff. He's on Twitch, twitching, because he drinks a lot of caffeine. Twitch. <laughs> that's Tweak. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I am Dino. I'm Tyler Bear, And we will catch you all next week. Bye.